Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio, live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Please drink responsibly. Jake Miller alongside Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, and intern Jack. It is time for the sit rep. Up first, Joel Embiid drops 70 points. 70 points in their win last night. Everybody channeling, like you said earlier, Brett, their inner Kobe, as it was the 18-year anniversary of the game in which he dropped 81. Carl Anthony Towns went for 62, but they lost. But they lost. Tyrese Halliburton will be out for the next three games. That's going to be a part of our parlay that we make here after a while. And Titans are near a deal with Callahan as their coach. Mark's going to be talking a little bit more about that in Mark the Tape. Marcus Young. Also, WWE has announced that it will move solely to Netflix. In 2025, don't know how I feel about that. And finally, to cap off the sit rep, Uga has died. The one they called Q has died. That's sad. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel like of all the live mascots, I feel like Georgia's dies more frequent than any other. Well, mascot. those kind of dogs, they don't have his lifespan, right? Is that right? I don't know. I mean, the thing, they can't breathe. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, they're always huffing and puffing because they can't breathe. Well, yeah, I mean. I At least Smokey can breathe. <laughs> you bringing that to the sit trap because it's a bad thing that he passed away? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mark is back there shaking his head. Talking about dog death on the show. <laughs> well, I mean, thing is, those dogs, like Brett said, they don't have a long shelf life. I mean, I don't know. I was asking the question. I mean, I don't know how old it, he was. Does it say how old the dog was i think it was 10 years old okay made its debut in 2015 and then so what's that 70 in dog re- years retired him after seven seasons yeah hmm. Jack, was the most up, rec- what bull- i need you to do right now i need you to look up the lifespan of a bulldog we'll do what years was he the was he the most recent one uh no he was uh 2015 was to 2022 so he, he has a championship in there you got a couple championships you got a in couple there. yeah it is eight to ten years there he goes, right at the edge of his. And those lifespan. are expensive dogs. Those yeah. are expensive dogs. I w- yeah, yeah, they are. Like dog aren't dog, dogs are pretty expensive, aren't they? I mean, most of them might have been rescue. Okay. Yeah, well, you're a good man, Jake. Yeah, rescue dogs. Uh, had one made it eleven. One made it sixteen years. I want to say fourteen. One made it fourteen. And got one working on six. It also helps that my grandmother, who volunteers at the animal shelter, oh, okay. she just, all of a sudden we just have extra dogs. Mm-hmm. And that's something. Yeah. We have more sympathy for animals than we do humans on this show, boys. <laughs> I don't know about that. I do. Yeah, okay. I have more sympathy for animals than what I do humans. Okay. Marcus, you seem like a guy that would have more sympathy for animals. It depends on the animal. I mean, here's the thing, guys. When And we talk about stupidity in the last segment. Let me tell you about this, okay? Animals can't help it, okay? Some can. If animals are stupid, they can't help it. Humans can help it. That's why I don't have much sympathy for stupidity in humans. So I guess I do kind of feel sorry for the dog. <laughs> what do we like more, cats or dogs? Oh, dogs. Yeah, I think dogs, yeah. Uh, I like dogs more, but I, you know, I got I got respect for cats. I hate cats. 
Why do you hate cats? They're evil. So you have no sympathy for cats? No. You just said you had sympathy for animals. I have yeah. sympathy for lots of animals. Okay. Just not cats. I, I can't stand a cat. Okay. Why? Allergic to them. Uh, as I am everything else. That's not their fault. It's well, not their fault that you're that you are uh, allergic. Uh, it's their fault for existing. We're gonna go Sorry, with that. My brain shut off for a second. It's their fault for existing. <laughs> Looking around the college basketball landscape, we talked a little bit about what is going on tonight. When you look at all the games that you have tonight in the top twenty-five, which one stands out to you the most? Brett, we'll start with you. I mean, it, I think it's in the well, it's in the conference. It's the well, that's tomorrow. I'm yep. I'm thinking tomorrow. Uh, tonight, um, I'm interested in Texas Oklahoma. I think a little bit. Um, I I think that's the only one that seems like it could be competitive. Um, I don't know. I kind of like BYU to beat Houston tonight, possibly. See, that's my game of the night. That one? Yes. The one you can't watch? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, I mean, that's the thing is, well, I mean, I got the Big 12 network. I can, yeah. I can get you that. You got ESPN Plus, don't you? Uh, no. Oh. Okay. No, my card got hacked, and now it's going through all of my subscriptions. Oh, God. I'm getting all the emails like, hey, please update your payment information. That's one of them, and oh. I don't think I'm going to. But uh, Houston BYU, that should be a good one to watch for sure. Marcus, what is your game of the week, or game of the night, I should say? Uh, is it specific, are we talking specifically college basketball? Yeah, uh, I think it's got to be that Kentucky South Carolina game. I, I, there's no other game, especially SEC wise, that truly interests me. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see whether South Carolina is the real deal, or if uh, Kentucky is still kind of in that kind of Kentucky range, but still not being the best version of Kentucky we've seen in the past. So, and this is going to be a good test for us to see too, you know, if there is any weakness to to Kentucky, it's going to help us out a lot. So, I think that's the game that, as Tennessee fans in particular, we want to watch. Jack, yeah, I like that Houston BYU game. Two Big Twelve newcomers that are sort of always weird that lose games they shouldn't. Um, but you know, beating Wisconsin, I love just keeping up with them now and seeing them. Uh, they've been so good the rest of the season. Um, I'll be watching that Wisconsin-Minnesota game for sure. Absolutely. Let's get back to the phones. 865-546-8200. Your number if you want to hop on the G.I. Jake show. Jamie is up next. What do you say, Jamie? Government issue, Jake. What do you say? <laughs> What's going on, guys? Living the dream, buddy. Um, Is Samson still the coach at Houston? I want to say yes. Uh, yeah, I want to say yes, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, everywhere he goes, he wins, but then he gets in trouble. <laughs> it turns out he's been doing stuff illegal. But uh, it, in the meanwhile, they certainly enjoy the success. So uh, I'm wondering how, you know, it's it's Houston, guys. How in the world are they, you know, in the top five year in and year out? I don't know. I wonder what they're doing down there. I, mean, I guess everything he's been doing is probably legal now, isn't it? Every, I mean, everything that he was doing is probably legal. I mean, you got – you hit the nail right on the head with that. And, I mean, Houston, that's a university. They probably got some alumni down there. And, I mean, that call like it is. It's a big city. There's a lot of money flowing around the city of Houston. A lot of money. Uh, um, yeah, what is that guy's first name? I want to say Ralph, but it ain't Calvin. Ralph. Calvin. Calvin, Calvin Sampson. Sampson. Calvin Sampson. Okay. I see. I remember him at Oklahoma when they had Blake Griffiths, and they were good there. I don't know. Um so, Jake, I was talking to The View yesterday, and I brought up something, and I, I've not had it. My schedule's got me all jacked up. I'm going to have to listen to you on podcast, but I still 
still enjoy you, man. Love your show. Uh, love, love the, just keep reaching, man, for the stars. They're yours. Um, so what a time to be a Tennessee fan, man. Just the, the commitment from uh, McIntyre yesterday. That was huge. Um, yeah, made me, made me think, you know, just st- step back and look, get a little 10,000 foot view of what's going on, a snapshot in time, a little screenshot in time here of what's going on on the football landscape of the Southeastern Conference. You know, you got Florida is, you know, they're, they're struggling to get a foothold with, uh, Sunbelt Billy. Uh, yeah. Alabama's in uh, uh, quantum flux, as they say. Um, you know, we've already smacked LSU around and left, you know, left trash uh, as we left up out of that house. Um, Georgia is the only one right now with any kind of uh, – it's Georgia and then us, if you ask me. That's what it in is. SEC. No, well, I mean, you're 100% it, right. Well, are you throwing, like, Texas in the mix? They can go yeah, to hell. You know, well, they're good. You got to respect their good. I, I don't care if they're good or not. Texas Why? Gonna, they're not organic SEC. Okay, but yeah, you got to put what? them in the conversation. I consider Tulane to be a part of the SEC before year? I consider Texas. Are they better Texas. than us next no, year? No, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. Come on, yeah, Jake. Tulane and, and Sewanee both have played more SEC games than Texas. But you know what? That's a, that's a fair point. They're, gonna be, they're in the know, conference, though. He has I don't to care. Go. They can go to hell. We have to talk about everybody. Uh, okay. Texas it, and Oklahoma, welcome to the they're SEC. They're going to be a top five team next year. That's fine. Get Maybe ready for this two. ass whipping. Get ready for this ass whipping. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a little bit, Jake, I'm with you on the fact that um, uh, Texas and Oklahoma have uh, set on a pile of wins. You know, playing in the Big Twelve, and uh, I think that. Um, but they went to Bama last year and won. They did. They did. You know that uh, that never know, happens. They, they did happen. That's true. But I think that last year was the best version of Texas that we've seen or will see. You don't, don't think know. they're going to be just as good next year? I don't know. They 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 might be. I don't know. They. Um, I would I would stand corrected. I'm usually right, <laughs> but rarely wrong. But um, I just think Texas and Oklahoma is going to come in here and be like an LSU. You know they're going to go nine and three, and uh, you know playing a cute little uh, uh, you know close to Christmas between Christmas and New Year's Day bowl game, and uh, they're not you know maybe maybe now that we're going to twelve teams in the playoffs they'll they'll get in, but I think right now with the way um, you know just what happened yesterday just made me look at that a little different. You might be right. It might. Texas might be right there with us. Hell, they were in the freaking playoffs well, uh, this year. Yeah, because they like we go from Nico to McIntyre. They're going to go from Ewers to Manning. I mean, you know, like they're going from they're going to keep it going. That's the biggest thing is if you have that stability at quarterback, you you're going to be competitive. You're going to win football games. Yeah, that, you know, it's funny you should bring up that because I was thinking also yesterday people were talking about the uh, – Ur- what's the other quarterback we've got, Erlinger? Or, or Merklinger. Merklinger. Yeah. Merklinger. Well, I'm I'm old old fart, guys. I've been around for a while. And I'm, I remember like when Tim Tebow came out of high school, mm-hmm. he was actually the number two rated quarterback behind a kid by the name of Mitch Mustaine. Who? And, at uh, Florida? Or in high yeah. school? In high school. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know, as, as far as being rated the best quarterbacks to come out of high school that oh, year. Oh, I got you. Uh, yeah. And, and we don't know anything about Mustaine. You know, and the mm-hmm. same like when, when Lane Kiffin was here for his one year, he tried to get in on Jesse Scroggins, mm-hmm. who had committed to USC, right. who was, I think, the number five overall rated drop back passer, and they um, never heard of him. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for every five star we sign, I want to try to be realistic and say that, you know, you know, one of them is going to be Peyton, and one of them is going to be Brandon. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And, uh, the you know, it's just, that's the way it is. You know, mm-hmm. look at Harrison Bailey. Yeah. Hey, that guy, exactly. That was, that was not a five star quarterback. I don't even think he was a four star quarterback when you, when you look at what he's been able to do in his collegiate career. I mean, the only way you can give them stars is how they play in high school. You can't give them right. what they project to. And what he did in high school was arguably the greatest, you know, career in Georgia high school football history. I mean, yeah. I mean, he he could throw the football. Let's not. I mean, he did couldn't throw it here for anything. I have an update on Mitch Mustaine. Yeah, where's he at? Coaching? Uh, no. So he committed to Arkansas. Right. Transferred, sat out a year at USC, graduated from there in 2010, went undrafted in 2011. His pro career, he played one year for the Hamilton Tiger Cats as a member of the practice squad. He played one year for the Georgia Force in the AFL as a member of the practice squad. He played one year for the San Jose Sabercats and one year for the San Antonio Talons. Hmm. That was your number one overall rated quarterback coming out. I guess it was 2005 or 2006. Oh, he was the JG of the (laughs) mid-2000s. Well, and I don't say that to throw water on our commit yesterday because the thing about McIntyre that I like is he's he's got the pedigree of, you know, his his grandfather was a coach, you know. Those those kinds of things actually play out. Uh, They translate on the field, man. You get – you get kids that were born into a football family. They tend to be, you know, look at Peyton. You know, they just have that extra gear, that extra, like, you know, I'm sticking around while you guys are out getting beers. I'm going to the film room. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this, that extra little intangible, man, that seems to always translate on the football field. You always see these guys who have coaches for, you know, dads that are coaches. Uh, they tend to overachieve. So I'm not, I, I've got nothing but, Nothing but uh, uh, I'm very optimistic about McIntyre being on the Peyton side, not the Brandon side. But uh, man, what a, what a great time, man! I I just expect Texas to come in here. I, I think they'll be on the level of LSU or Florida, maybe. And um, uh, you know, I just like where we're at. I like what we've got. You know, if I look back on last year's football team with Nico, uh, Nico with with Joe Milton, there was a lot of things I saw on game day that I didn't like. Um, Heupel did, did, and I know it was year three, so I'm thinking that's just probably what you're, what we're going to get with him. But I just think with a with a competent quarterback, uh, there's there, it's just going to we're going to have so many points on the board. It's going to cover up a lot of sins. Uh, I do know it, you have to play pretty much perfect ball in the SEC, but when we're lining up with five stars, and you, you know you can't beat Georgia when they've got NFL players on the field. I don't care how good your scheme is, yeah. but if we start landing guys. You know, on both sides of the ball, like you know, like like what we look like we're about to do. Uh, I like our chances. Uh, I remember when um, Peyton Manning committed to Tennessee, and then the next thing you know, he's on the phone with Marcus Nash, Maurice Staley, and uh, you know we're getting guys in. You know, our whole defensive line uh, end up playing in the NFL. Those are the kinds of players that. Uh, uh, we get here, we start we start running this conference like we used to, and everybody else can take a back seat to us. It, it, those are fun times, guys. Uh, nobody does it better than Tennessee. We saw that the, uh, two years ago when we went eleven and two. Uh, game day couldn't get enough of us, man. <laughs> I they, know, man. They, they, they were here awesome. back to back. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I've been on. Uh, I, I get a little rambly, guys. Jake, I, I never get to talk to you, man. I, uh, you say, you'll say one thing that makes me wonder about you, and then you'll say something like, 
uh, I appreciate dogs more than humans, and I come right back on around to you. So, uh, <laughs> hey, y'all, hang in there. I'll talk to you later. Hey, appreciate the phone call, buddy. Let's keep it rolling. Phil is up next. What do you say, Philly? What do you say, Jerk? Philly! Nice following you, Tyler. They're pretty cool, wasn't it? I mean, he's you and him, two of my favorite callers. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. He says he's 90% right or whatever it was. He's <laughs> right all the time. Is that what he said? I mean, I'm. Uh, Ninety percent right. Yes. <laughs> well, as soon as Tennessee loses a game, they'll do a complete one eighty. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it's pretty much how it goes. I mean, I think we're probably going nine and three, ten and two this next year. It's going to be tough to get to that point, but I think that's where we're going to go. I think this basketball team probably should make a run in the NCAA tournament. They have Final Four talent. Can they get there? I don't know. Now, I do think that we are going to win the SEC regular season. I will say that. I think we yeah. are winning the SEC Wait. regular season. This well, year. Auburn this year. Kentucky? Yes. Oh, you're talking about basketball? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about football. No, no, I lost no, my we, mind for a second. No, we ain't losing. Or we're okay. not winning the SEC right, championship now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think next year in football, I think the keys just get the playoff uh, in this successful year. Uh, basically, borderline, we'll build a bubble in the playoff because you look at Missouri and Ole Miss have easier schedules than we do. and uh, Yeah. Our, our schedule, even though it's not brutal, it's a little more challenging. Yep, that's uh. There's a lot more unknown though, like right. I mean, you know Georgia for a fact. You know Georgia, but like Oklahoma, what are they going to be? What is we don't know. Florida's, you know, like terrible, right? I mean, we hope. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, you got that gauntlet in October, and I've always wanted that Florida game to be moved out of September. Well, you got it. I finally get it, and I hope that what I wished for equals out to something good. Yeah, but now, yeah. Mama, you got the unknown. Do we uh, do we know who we're gonna play in, in the uh, following season? Has that already been announced? Or uh, SEC rotation or anything? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I in, could be wrong. In baseball? No, in football. Oh. Yeah, I don't think so, Phil. I don't think. Uh, I think we know maybe who we play non-conference wise, uh, but I don't think anything past that. But we're not gonna play Florida every year or Georgia, right? Right. The, right, yeah, it'll rotate. I mean, because they they still decide what we're going to do, right? The have the one permanent opponent. Yeah, they still have no idea what they're doing. It's like, okay, you had two years to prepare for it, but yeah, people, next year, right now, the only teams I see are Syracuse, ETSU, and UAB. I mean, think about that. Think about how sorry Syracuse you have to be in the SEC department and the SEC offices. Think about how sorry you have to be that you had two years to come up with a plan and you still couldn't even get it right. First of all, well, and, and then you can't even come up with a plan. Well, Two they, years. Aren't they still trying to? I don't think they finalized how many teams are going to be in this conference. I yet. don't think they have either. With, but the thing Florida is, too, Brett, you got to think about this. Those are the type of people down at the SEC offices that it takes an hour and a half to decide on which fast food they want. They don't want McDonald's or Wendy's. It <laughs> takes them an hour and a half to decide what they want for lunch. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's kind of funny that. Uh, Utah's talking how we dominated in the 90s. We were the second-best program in the SEC in the 90s by Florida. We didn't know dominate. We've never done dominate in the history of our program. I mean, you did, get 100, win, dominated. Yeah. you did get 100 wins in that decade. Now, granted, a lot of that came on the back of uh, Peyton Manning and then T. Martin there at the end. But, I mean, I don't know if there's another decade. I mean, maybe back in the – well, no, because you didn't play that many games back then. That might be the only decade in which we've got 100 wins. In the 90s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, 
Sure, sure not getting it now, but maybe if you, you pile up enough 10, 11 win seasons, you can, you can get there, you know? I mean, Georgia's going to get there this decade. They're going to get there for sure. Well, damn. Yeah. They're just loading the football players. What's the SEC schedule for the next uh, two nights? Y'all got that in front of you? Uh, you know, I got – The big one is uh, uh, Auburn's at Alabama tomorrow night. I know that. You got Kentucky, Kentucky and South, South Carolina, Carolina tonight. tonight. Yeah. And then the rest well, of the games are just kind of yeah. blah. Yeah, it's not. You got uh, Carolina and Kentucky, and then you've also got Missouri and Texas A&M. That'll be a snooze fest of a game nobody wants to watch. Yeah. And then tomorrow you've got – LSU, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, as Brett mentioned, Mississippi State and Florida, and then Arkansas and Ole Miss. Hmm. So I guess those two games, uh, Kentucky, South Carolina, and Alabama, Auburn, really the only ones worth watching. Pretty much. Yeah. You think South Carolina can give Kentucky a game? They're, I mean, they're only a five-and-a-half-point underdog going into the game tonight, which makes you That's wonder. That's South Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that big guy play the other night, Phil, for Kentucky, that big Z or whatever they're calling him? Well, I mean, he looked good, but, uh, I mean, Georgia wasn't prepared for him. I ain't never seen him play. Before. I gave up. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, Georgia scored 100 points against him in Lexington. They don't play a lick of defense. Now, Kentucky don't play any defense either. No, yeah. The advantage of, we had when we play Kentucky, they're not a good defensive team. No, but, I mean, it's going to be tough up there. They got, they, a good, score, they got a good team. They're the best scoring team around, aren't they? Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they can. they got shooters. They got athletes. They got... They're good. There's no doubt about that. They're good. Be a tough one up there. If I was a bad man, I'd say Auburn win the SEC, though. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. You got Pearl winning it. (laughs) We love some Bruce Pearl. He was a great coach. I mean, Bruce Barnes not a bad coach. I mean, just, uh, I'd like to see us get to where we need to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the bad thing about Barnes, Phil, is I finally accepted the fact it's like even if Rick Barnes retires or if you do fire him, which is not going to happen, I don't know who we go get. I well, really well, I don't need so to worry t- about that. <laughs> Tennessee's in, uh, Tennessee would be very attractive for and they could offer a lot of money to somebody to come here. Well, what, well, it's all set up now. I mean, what we should have done is we should have got Chris Beard, brought him in as his assistant. <laughs> And then once, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> just no. saying, just saying. And then when Rick was ready to hang it up, here you go, Chris. He's got some it's guys that off his tree that are doing really well. Did you see what we did against Old Miss? I think I'm good without Chris Beard. Yeah, he got beat by Auburn by thirty. True. You think what Chris Beard's done in his career, Marcus? He's been in the Final Four. <laughs> You think he's going to do that with Ole Miss? You think Ole Miss is going you know to, hard it is to win at Ole Miss? Go somewhere else. Yeah, you know hard it is to win at Ole Miss. Kermit Davis was a great coach, and he couldn't do anything at Ole Miss. Now, granted, Kermit would have been better off staying at MTSU. Now, if you put Kermit at a place where there is a little bit of basketball prestige, he wouldn't have made it to the Final Four every year. He might have made one run, and he would have at least kept him consistent. You could not do what? that down at Ole Miss with their basketball. Wasn't that program. Andy Kennedy or whatever? He was not bad, yeah, right? Yeah, he wasn't a bad coach. Yeah. I drank your whole poor Marcus. I guess you need to send him back to the view. <laughs> Marcus, you want to go back to the view? We go deal with Bear every day. I mean, I make it mad every day, so that'd be kind of fun. But that no, would be the Chris, one. Chris Beard, like, like, yeah, he's been to a Final Four. There's a, a bunch of the view, bunch of coaches who have been on at, at a Final Four that you wouldn't want as your head coach. Like who? Well, the guy we were just talking about, Houston. You're going to take him. 
He went to a Final Four with uh, with Houston back in 2021, I think, right? You take him yeah. as your head coach? No. Probably not. Yeah. So if, if all we're saying is if you go to one Final yeah. Four, about Bruce Pearl? That automatic. No, I don't want Bruce Pearl back. You don't want either. Bruce Pearl back. No. Even when Rick Barnes retires. No. You don't want Bruce Pearl back over here. I moved on. You've moved on from Bruce Pearl. Yeah, that tough, relationship ended. Tough no. <laughs> Oh, he broke man. he broke the rules of our relationship. I moved oh, on. Oh, he didn't break any rules. Of our relationship, yeah, I moved on. <sighs> he got thrown under the bus is what happened. Stay with us. Coming up next, we have Mark the Tape with Marcus Young right here on the G.I. Jake Show. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in with Inward Half. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. North Knox Siding and Windows, Knoxville's number one choice for all your home exterior projects. Folks, if you've got old siding, windows, paint peeling, looks crooked, damaged, that sort of thing, don't put off getting that thing fixed anymore. You don't want to be that guy in the neighborhood. Call North Knox Siding and Windows. They can take care of anything on the outside of your house. You want to replace an entry door, a patio door, whatever. They could do that. If you need new gutters or gutter protection, they do that too. You want to install a handrail, columns on the outside of your house, new shutters, garage doors, stonework. They do it all. If you need a new roof, these guys are the best in the business. Call them today. You can set up a free estimate. won't cost you a dime. 865 865- 689-0505. You can go online to northnocksidingandwindows.com to look at pictures of their work and find out more about North Knox Siding and Windows. Tell them Fan Run sent you North Knox Siding and Windows. Back 
back here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. One in Stripe says that he's about to have to agree with Philly about you, Marcus, when it comes to basketball. Because I don't like Chris Beard? Yes. Silly. Anyway, it's time to mark the tape with Marcus <laughs> Young. Marcus, what you got? You know, since we're on it. You're not going to say hello? Oh, hello, Jake. Hi. Oh, you missed it. You missed me saying hello at the start of the yeah, segment. Yeah. Created some flair. Uh let's let's get it started. I was just thinking about it during the break. Uh Chris Beard is not gonna last at Old Miss. And it's not him moving on for a new job. I think in uh two, maybe three years, they can him. They move on. Is that your only hot take? No, I got for more. the day. No, I got more. You literally came up with that off the top of your head because of the last segment. <laughs> yeah, because I'm mad. Okay. What else you got for me? <laughs> uh, also, sitting with college basketball. Obviously, we have Tennessee men's basketball playing on Saturday. We have a little while before we have to get there. They will be playing Vanderbilt, who is five and thirteen. Dalton Connect is going to break. The single point record for the Vols. That's 51 points, Marcus. 51 points. Wow. He's going to need 52. I believe he can hit 52 against you Vanderbilt. You think he can get to 52? Against Vanderbilt, Marcus, yes. that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I that's think he's going to do That's a lot of points. And I know we have Rick Barnes, and he might sit him at some point. But I think he could go off against Vanderbilt. If anything, he's going to hit 40. There's no way he doesn't hit 40 against Vanderbilt. This team in Nashville is... Hot garbage. And this is going to be a game that we just absolutely dominate, and it's going to be led by Dalton Connect. I think he's going to get at least 40. Yeah, I'm going for it. He's hitting 50. He's hitting 50. He's hitting 52. He's going to get it done. I love this man. What would you do if he got to 60? <laughs> I wouldn't come in the next day because I'd be too hungover probably. And that absence would be excused. Good thing it's a Sunday, so we'd be fine. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you, you got to think about it. If there's anyone out of the past, what, 20 years, we'll say, that you thought could get it done, mm-hmm. give me three players that you think might have been able to get it. Chris Lofton's got to be on that list. Yeah, Lofton. Um, oh, man, that's tough. I'm trying to think. Uh, honestly, so uh, obviously, Lofton and Connect. Or on everybody's list, right? It's got to be a guy who can hit the three. Because I don't think any of your big men down low are going to be in the game long enough. Well, it to... wasn't going to be Jarnell Stokes. No. Um, Grant had 40-something against, against Vandy. He had 42. Time. That is true. Yep. Grant Grant could have been one to do it. That's a lot of points. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm having a hard time thinking of anybody that could have even got to the 40 mark. From Tennessee? Yeah. Admiral well, got 30 Admiral a couple times. It. I mean, yeah, we would have had a guy, I think, get there. I, I mean, listen, who knows? I, I mean, that, that's the thing is like, you know, it's hard to think about guys that can actually get to that at at any school. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Dalton Connect, and, like, there is a legitimate chance he very well might. I mean, he's going to get to 40. We all know that. He very well might, if he gets on a roll one day, he might get to 50. And if he does, just go ahead and retire the number three. 
I mean, they might do it depending on how far we go in the season. They very well might. I mean, the thing is, like, his senior day, if he does something that spectacular, just go ahead and hang his jersey in the rafters. If he does something that spectacular, you have to do it. I mean, he got to, right? I mean, Grant should probably – I mean, he's probably getting close, if not already qualified, to have his jersey retired. Oh, he's, he should. I mean, he's the only was the only two-time All-SEC player or yeah. player of the year we've had. Well, and Chris Lofton, he just got his number retired. So, Zakai Ziegler is going to be the last to wear number five. Yeah. We're never going to see that again. When is the first time we're going to see a guy wear one of the uh, non-traditional numbers? Because this is the first year you can wear a number six through nine. Mm. We don't have that yet. You're starting to see a lot of schools do it. When I was uh, up in Richmond and watched VCU, a lot of their guys, you saw some sixes, some sevens, some seventeens. Like it, it's happening. I hate. Why it. can't you wear it? You couldn't wear it before because the thing is, like, I'll just call this like it is. It's the yeah. same, and it's still the, this way for high school sports and middle school right. sports. If you are the scores table, mm-hmm. and I do this. Seven? Am I saying 25 or am I saying seven? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So that was the thing in college because obviously people are working the scores table aren't smart enough to realize, hey, this guy might mean seven or he might mean 25. Yeah, I guess that's true. Makes sense. To me, if you do like, if you put up two if you hands, put them together. This to me would be more close like seven rather than 25. Like if you do one after like the other. two, five. Yeah, two, five. That's 25 to me. Or you could say seven. Seven. Yeah, that's what I would say. See, that, and that makes sense to me. It's like if you do it at the same time, it tells me it's like, okay, this is eight. Yeah. Well, this is 35. Makes sense, right? Yeah. I should know that. You should know that. Everybody should know that. But apparently, some people at scores tables just aren't smart enough to be able to realize what's going on. Another one for you. Uh, We're going to head to football in Tennessee. Uh, Bob from the morning show has chimed in. He said Jordan McRae should get added to that list of guys that probably could have made. That's a good one. You always forget about him. Kevin Punter was a good scorer, too, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had his moments, too, yeah. yeah. First year. Yeah, go ahead, Marcus. Heading to the Vols football. Obviously, you know, we talk about the passing game that we have in Josh Heupel's offense. We have to also give credit to our run game is quite impressive. Yeah. Obviously, Wright had 1,000 yards this last season. Samson had 604 yards. Yeah. The leading... Single season record holder for the Vols is. Does anyone know off the top of their heads? I'm sure Jake does. Who holds the record for the most rushing yards in a season for the Vols? Well, Jalen Hurd was really close to getting it. I'll tell you the number uh, is 1,464 yards. Can you give us the year? That will give it away okay. very easily. Uh, okay. I'll say early 2000s. I'll put it that way. Travis Henry. Yeah. yeah. No, not sorry. Travis Stevens. Okay. 2001. Yeah, 2001. Mm-hmm. You'd be, you'd be, Travis Henry had 1,314. I thought it was one of the and older guys. Then he had guys. nine kids. He, that was was it him or Travis Henry that had nine kids? No, Travis it's, Henry had oh, nine. Kids. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I think he actually ended up with fourteen. He's in jail. Or you something you now, said didn't he? you said uh, Travis. Travis Henry still Roman. Is he? I thought he got in trouble for drugs or something. No, he didn't. Uh, Jamal Lewis got in trouble here a while back. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you said Travis. I got two. Uh, Travis got Stevens two, was probably the most underappreciated running back in Tennessee history. The closest we have gotten to a running back to to break that, you're correct, and Jalen Hurd, who had 1,288 yards. My prediction for this upcoming season, Dylan Sampson is going to get darn close to breaking that. I don't know if he actually will. He will definitely hit over 1,000 yards. 
given the fact that he rushed the ball for 106 times for 604 yards compared to Wright's 137 for 1,013 yards, there is no doubt in my mind that Dylan Sampson, as the lead back, even if he does share some with Cam Seldon, there is no reason in my mind that he cannot hit or that he won't be able to hit 12 or maybe 13,000 yards rushing this season. I think that Heupel is going to have a really good balance on offense despite Nico going to be the focal point. I think he's still going to want to have a decent run game. And I think with Dylan Sampson, he's going to get close to that record. He's obviously going to go over 1,000 yards. It wouldn't shock me if he hits 12 to 13. And if and if your line can stay healthy, I mean, you added Laherd and, yeah. and all those guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's a game breaker in my mind. Oh, yeah, he is. So, he's big time. Uh, you know, obviously we had at one point Jalen Wright hit an 82-yard touchdown run against UConn. That could be a regular thing for Dylan Sampson hitting sixty to seventy yard rushing touchdowns. I mean, this is like, something that's not uncommon with Josh Heupel offense. I mean, you look at what we did against Missouri mm-hmm. in his first year. We had a couple of breakaway runs there. Uh, Vanderbilt last year. I mean, I'm just thinking of ones that just instantly popped in my head. I mean, you look at the one against Vanderbilt. ESPN hadn't even come back from break yet, and we'd already snapped the ball and we're already at the forty. Yeah. I saw a stat that uh, for the first time in school history, we had three straight seasons with 2,500 uh, rushing yards. So, Heupel, Heupel brings that. He likes to run. And with Dylan Runs Sampson, I, I think Dylan Sampson is a stud. And no, I, I think he's going to be – like I said, I think Cam Seldon is going to get some touches, obviously, because yeah. he's a talented young he's, guy. Yeah. Should get the touch not only as a runner, but even as a passer. Like, you know, if they want to do the Debo thing that we've talked about last year – at times on the station. Um, but, yeah, Dylan Sampson is going to just wreak havoc in this upcoming season, which is going to get us to that 9-10 to 10 window that, that we were talking about earlier. I would love to see it. I think everybody on here would love to see it. If I were to tell you you could have 10-2 and two right now, or uh-huh. excuse me, we'll say 9-3. and 9-3 and three right now, would you take it? 9-3? and three? Yes. That's tough. <laughs> it is tough because I want more. Yeah. Because I, 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 I easily see 10. It's like this is like having a cash-out option. You got eight guaranteed wins at least just on first glance. Well, let's roll the dice. What, on 9-3 or 10-2? and 9-3 and three is your safe. That's your cash-out right I now. always go big on when I project. I mean, I said we were going 12-0 this past year. Oh, this is like I was, a five-leg parlay. I was right the year with Hooker with 10-2. and two. Well, this is like a five-leg parlay, and you've hit three of the five. You're Fourth leg is looking good. They're giving you a cash out option. Say it's a hundred dollar bet. The cash out option right now is six hundred bucks, but you got a chance to win a thousand. Yeah, you're gonna take the option to win a thousand, or you're gonna just play it safe and take the six hundred. Right now, I want to play for the thousand. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of where I'm at with it. Stay with us. Speaking of betting, oh. coming up next, we got Brett's best bets coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to flash that dazzling smile? Well, look no further than Knoxville Smiles. Our experienced team is here to give you the care and attention you deserve. From routine checkups and cleanings to advanced cosmetic treatments, we've got you covered. Say goodbye to dental worries and hello to a confident, radiant smile. Don't wait any longer. Schedule your appointment today and unlock the power of your smile. Call 865-539-1776 to schedule your appointment today or just visit KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. 
located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. And be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner, and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help. Call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at bonoshouses.com. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers new sewer maintenance program complete with mapping cleaning and camera inspecting visit rogershydrantservice.com is your home's exterior in need of a makeover if so it's time to call north knox siding and windows transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options from classic to modern styles they've got something to suit every taste upgrade to energy efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills north knox siding and windows Get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at NorthKnoxSidingAndWindows.com. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at ParksideKia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Final segment of the program, it's the G.I. Jake Show. It's Fan Run Radio, 105.7 FM, 1340 AM, and on your free Fan Run Radio app. It is time for Brett's Best Bets. Brett, what you got? Uh, I'll be quick. Uh, i got a couple college games. We've already talked about them a little bit. I've got Kentucky minus 4.5 tonight at USC. I just think they're going to blow the doors off them. Uh, I don't think South Carolina is very good since they've gotten in conference play. I think they've lost like two or three um, or something. Uh, We talked about BYU and Houston. I got BYU at home tonight plus the two and a half. Uh, Any team that struggles to score, you know, I know you were great defensively, but I think BYU can score enough to to beat Houston tonight. Uh, I've got the – well, I probably need to change this now. I originally had the Pacers beating the Nuggets tonight, plus four and a half. But with Halliburton out, I think that's a not a good bet. And then uh, the Jazz, I've got them plus six and a half over the Pelicans tonight in NBA action. Marcus, time to fade you. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Okay. All right, here we go. We got... Look, I just, just go hockey because, you know, I got an NFL one, but we're going to save that because it's way too early for that. We got nine games tonight. Nine games. You ready? 
Nine's my lucky number, too. So Who are you, Chase Elliott? No, C. McNair. Uh, here we go. we got the all-money line on this. Detroit Red Wings over the Stars. Canadians over the Senators. Lightning over the Flyers. Islanders over the Knights. Capitals over the Wild. Oilers over the Blue Jackets. Flames over the Blues. Sabres over the Ducks. And the Rangers over the Sharks. Can you say Sharks again? Sharks. Okay. Intern Jack, you got something for me. Yeah, I agree with uh, Brett on Kentucky, uh, minus four and a half, five and a half. I, j- I think those big Z highlights are steering me their way, and, yeah, they're scary. Um, and then a little Red River river rivalry matchup, um, Texas-Oklahoma. Oklahoma's favored four and a half. I, I like Texas. Give me Texas. All right. I'm going to give you a same-game parlay stack, or a same-game parlay plus, as we call it on FanDuel. Sorry, I just had to say, Jack, you didn't say if you liked mine or not. Did you agree with mine? You agreed with Brett, but... You know, I don't know a lick about hockey, but right, I'll, <laughs> I, I, I'll i take your word for okay, it. Cool. I, think, cool. I think you know your stuff. So. Cool, thanks. Anyway, go ahead, Jake. All right. Jake, go ahead, Jake. I'm, I'm building, Jake. like, a camaraderie around the show. I'm just trying to make sure we're all on the same page. We're bonding. Yeah. We're, we're bonding? He's taking the interns under we're his bonding? wing. bonding? I didn't say anything. I know you didn't. I love you. <laughs> I don't know what you threw at me, but you missed. It's a wrapper from a peppermint Hershey's Kiss. What do you got, Jake? Well, here's what we got. We got at Dad Gummit. Uh, Kawhi <laughs> Leonard under 24 and a half points. Austin Reeves under six and a half assists. Laurie Markinen under 25 and a half points. Anthony Davis under 27 and a half points. That is the Undertaker in me coming out. We're also no, going to take the no Denver- brawn tonight, though. What's that? No brawn. Well. Maybe change that. <laughs> Actually, no, we're going to keep it at the under. We're going to do that. We're okay, that okay. There. All right. And then we're also going to take the Denver Nuggets minus four is what I got in at. Uh, it's now minus five against the Indiana Pacers. Feel pretty confident yeah. in those. You guys want to do a crazy NCAA basketball parlay to see what we can come up with? Together? Sure, go ahead. Let's do a crazy one. Um, all money lines, 12 legs. All money lines. We're going to take Dayton to beat LaSalle. We are going to take – uh, Duke versus Louisville won't do us any good. Uh, let's take VCU against Loyola Chicago. I like that matchup pretty well. We're also going to take Oklahoma over Texas. We're going to take Akron over Ohio. We're going to take UCF over West Virginia. West Virginia is just bad. They're just bad. Beat Kansas. Did they just beat yeah. They're bad. Where is that game? It is at UCF. They're coming mm-hmm. off a high. They're hungover. <laughs> South Carolina at Kentucky. We're going to take that one as well. We're going to take Creighton over Xavier. Scrolling down through here. A&M Missouri seems like a pretty good one. Everybody agree? Yeah. A&M, yeah. All right. Virginia Tech at Boston College. We're going to take that one as well. We're going to throw out a plus odds one on this one. I'm going to say that Fresno State beats Boise State tonight. Okay. Don't know anything. Don't know anything. Don't know a thing. <laughs> About that, those two teams. Uh, Houston or BYU? Y'all make the pick. Houston or, or BYU? Yes. I, I, I like BYU. I like the I upset, think. too, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on BYU. All right, we're going to take the upset in that one as well, and then we are going to take Oklahoma State to beat TCU. Oklahoma State, a four-and-a-half-point dog in that one. 
We're not right. going to place. Go eight. go over this with me once. Make sure I got all the teams you mentioned because I feel like I added somebody by accident. Yeah, I think I like Texas tonight when you said uh, Oklahoma. And I got a profit boost. How about that? So we're going to take Dayton, VCU, Oklahoma, Akron, UCF, Kentucky, Creighton, Texas A&M, Virginia Tech, Fresno State, BYU, Oklahoma State. What's the payout on that? Uh, we're about if to find we, out. If we were successful. I'm going to place a dollar okay. on that to win $346. Okay, nice. That last one is the one that scares me, Oklahoma State over TCU. Oklahoma State is 0-5 in Big 12 playing, 8-10 <laughs> on the year. So Really? Yeah, and didn't you take Fresno? Yeah. They're 1-4 in conference, and Boise's 4-1. Got to get it sometime. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah, okay. Jake knows. Well, I think I know. All right, so I, I still feel like I – is that 12 officially? I think it That's was. 12. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so maybe I did get everyone correct then. The, all right. The, I somehow got Do you Miami. take all the opposite? That'd, got, that'd be a good idea. Why don't you take all the other ones? You take no, the no, – Basketball no. Brad has said don't take Boise State to lose. Sorry, Brad. Uh, 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 I got to go against you on it. Wow, okay. The GI stands for great intuition. This guy. Come on. Jeez. This guy. Marcus, you owe him uh, food. What? Marcus Hosenfeld, he just... We bonded you owe before, him? Yeah, we bonded before you two bonded. Uh, uh, too bad. Once he makes that hockey bet, once he cashes out on yeah, that... Yeah, if I get that right, then, you know, then I'll pay. Yeah. All right, tell you what, the winner of their bet tonight, I hope it is enough to cover. Do you guys want to answer my question? Dalton or Nico? Dalton. Right now, well, if, right now like, it's Dalton. If, like, if Dalton gets to Final Four or Nico to the playoff. Nico's going to be held higher than that. Now then he's, Dalton. The, he's the prince that was promised. Well, here, let me ask you this. Now that we're in the Or you can word it in. any way you want, but I mean to have two like bona fide like studs studs on yes. your campus on your two main sports. So let me ask y'all this, you know, because I'm a big jersey guy. What is the most common jersey number you see on a football jersey from Tennessee fans? From fourteen. Sixteen. I see a lot of 14s out there, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, Eric Everyone loves Eric Berry. Yeah. What do you see the most, though, Marcus? I guess you could throw 16 in there. Well, I mean, 14 has come along, I will say. 14 you, has come along. Because yeah, you get, so you're, longer, you're younger. I mean, Peyton's kind of... crazy. Think about okay, this. Okay, what were you going to go with your point, Anyway, though, sorry, yeah. On your jersey so, point. So, you guys remember when Adidas was our uniform supplier? You could get, basically, an A.J. Johnson jersey without it saying Johnson on the back of it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You get an Eric Berry jersey without saying Berry on the back or Bryce Brown, uh, Casey Clawson. Yeah. yeah, I mean, any any player that they decide to go with that year, you can get their jersey, right? Yeah. Well, let me ask you all this. Now that Nike's taking over, you see a lot of 1s, see a lot of 16s, Yeah. you see a lot of 98s, just because those are the generic ones they're throwing out there. Mm-hmm. Which jersey is going to supersede all of them in the next ten years, because you're coming up on a generation now. Yes, because mm-hmm. you're coming up on a generation now that does not remember Peyton Manning playing here. You're coming up on a generation that really isn't going to remember Peyton Manning playing in the pros. So why would they wear his jersey? I like the Reggie White jersey because I think it's a cool jersey. But moving forward, number one, fix my numbers. <laughs> number two, go That's around tough. the room. Pey- Peyton's still. Out there though, he's like, still kids out there. See him, they like, see him, and they're gonna ask their father or whoever, their brothers. You know, like 
who's that guy? And they tell him. Brett, there's people that work at shoe stores that think that Michael Jordan didn't play basketball. They think he designed <laughs> shoes. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. I think maybe a Jalen Hyatt jersey, just if he's especially successful in the NFL, like mm-hmm. that may become popular, and just because obviously that Alabama performance. And an Oker jersey might become popular. Yeah. I mean, just because that's the quarterback that brought us out of 15 years of misery and mediocrity. I mean, you can already get those jerseys, right? You can, you can get, get the those. Hyatt and the Hooker Detroit jersey, right? You can get those. Yeah. But, like. Now would be time to get them <laughs> before be- they are go, like, through the roof, possibly. You know what I would love? Especially Hooker. You know how, like, with NFL jerseys, you can buy, like, the Primo jersey. We cannot do that with college players. Give me the option to buy a Primo jersey. That is the only jersey that I will not buy off of DH Gate. So it's going to be a bigger deal if Nico gets the playoff than it would be if Dalton gets to uh, Final Four. Yes, leads us to a Final Four. Yes, and it's because and his National Player of the Year. Yeah, because football is still king. But you're talking about four teams. He's getting there with twelve. Yes. Man, that'd be tough. Football's king. I mean, that's the thing is, and I, but I love it's basketball. never happened it's never in happened. basketball no. ever. Ever. No. Well, we've never been in a playoff either. But we've won a title. Yeah. <laughs> we've won over. six. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like. Most people are only alive for one of them. Jack was not even alive for the first one. I was not, no. Or the last one, I should say. Yeah. It'd be great to do both. It would be great to do both. If you were to pick right now, Final Four in basketball. Or playoff. Or playoff. What would you pick? I'm taking Final Four. I feel like this is low-key, like, somewhat of a last chance in a way for – You feel like the window's closing. Yes, I, and I feel it, like the – You're level, not the only one that feels that The way. Hypel era is just sort of starting, so I feel like we got more opportunities in that. Marcus. That's true. That's a good point. Mm, I think though. this is the year it's to tough. do the Final Four because, I mean, yeah. he's right. I mean, we lose a lot of pieces off this year's team. Oh, that window is about to slam shut. Give me playoffs. Mm. Brett? Uh, man, that's, that's so tough, but, uh, cause I think if you win, you, you get into the playoff, you got a chance, but, uh, man, I'm final four. I think, I think this team's got all the, the tools to do it, you know? So, I mean, as much as I want this football team to succeed, I would have to say a final four. Mainly cause I've never seen it for one. And number two, truth be told, I kind of enjoy basketball a little bit more than I do football. <gasps> you do. Um, what? You didn't know that? <laughs> no, yeah. You were mainly wear NBA jerseys in here, so. Yeah. Well, you see the one I have tomorrow. Is it a Boston? No. Oh. I only have one Boston jersey. Bird? Yes. And I, I only do throwbacks. Okay. You going to tape over unless the next name? Unless it's a Miami Heat jersey. I'll wear their, their Vice City uniforms. Those are pretty cool. Some of my favorite jerseys, by the way. But now, tomorrow's jersey is going to be teal. Oh. Yeah. It is the most sold jersey in the state of Alabama. Why this guy has the most sold jersey in the state of Alabama, I'll never understand. Tune in tomorrow, and we'll t- well, you'll be told. Actually, we can tell them, but then they'll be able to see it on the camera. But anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Jake. Something else coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in at 3 o'clock for The Drive right here on Fan Run Radio.